listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on February 25th, 1949, and it's called Absent Mindedness. It's time for My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Yes, it's the new Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O. The big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O cap. Fioca puddings. Yes, sirree. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. Well, as we look in on the Coopers, it's about 10 o'clock at night, and Liz and George are just coming home. They've put the car in the garage and are walking around the house to the front door. Rug, that makes me sore. The Rickies invite us to spend the evening with them, and after we drive all the way over there, they aren't even home. Well, that's the last time we make any plans with them. Liz, are you sure... Stop right there. I know what you're going to say. Are you sure you had the right night? Yes, George, I'm sure. Eight o'clock Saturday night. Oh. What's the matter? Liz, tonight is Friday night. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We don't go to the Rickies till tomorrow night. You mean you'd go after the way they treated us tonight? (laughs) Liz. They don't even know about it. It's your absent-mindedness that caused this. Oh, I'm sorry, George, but everybody forgets things sometimes. Granted. But do you have to make a full-time job of it? Oh, I'm not as absent-minded as you try to make out. All right. Open the door. Why don't you open it? Did you forget your key? No. You borrowed it this morning because you lost yours, remember? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I have it right here in my purse. I... Here, George, hold some of these while I look for it. My compact and my slips and comb and file mirror and handkerchief and chewing gum and fountain pen, pen, safety safety pin, billfold, library card, lucky dollar, sunglasses. Oh, Oh, it's not here. I'll try the other side of my purse. Never mind. I don't want to be here all night. I'll ring the doorbell. Liz, I don't understand it. That's the fifth door key I've given you this month. What do you do with them? I give them to strange men. Well, that's a clever remark. Yes. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Cooper, you're home. Yes, Katie, our social secretary got the date wrong. 
So I made a little teensy mistake. And then we got over there and the Rickies weren't home. I could have told you that. They were here. Here? Yes, ma'am. They said you invited them for dinner tonight. Oh. That does it. Now, George. This is getting serious, Lisa. Who knows where it could lead? First, you forget little things. Your keys, social engagements. Pretty soon you forget your friends, your family. You forget who you are. They find you wandering in the streets. They take you to a sanitarium. Give you shock treatment. But nothing does any good. And there you are. A shell. A nameless nobody. Thank you, Olivia de Havilland. like to forget things, but what can I do about it? You know, I was just thinking, Joe Ridgely down at the office took a course in memory training, and it did wonders for him. Go to a school? I wouldn't think of such a thing. Well, that's like admitting that you're a... Well, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not that bad. By the way, Mrs. Cooper, what dress did you wear tonight? My blue one. Your blue one? Why, that's still hanging in your room. Huh? Well... It's a good thing they weren't home, so you didn't have to take your coat off. Nah, you don't think I forgot to put on my... Wait a minute. Turn the other way while I peek under my coat. Yay! <laughs> What's the name of that school, George? There it is, Liz, Dr. Milmoss's memory school. Oh, George, I feel so silly, and I'm a half hour early. I'm sorry, dear, but I'm taking the car, and I have to get to work. All right. Goodbye, honey. Kiss me. Goodbye, dear. Bye. Good morning, Dr. Milmoss. That's right. I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, you're going to be a fine pupil. You can remember your name. Uh, tell me honestly, can you improve a person's memory? Depends on how many buttons you got left. <laughs> now, let me test you and see what condition your mind's in, huh? How old are you? Twenty-five. Yeah. What year were you born in? I'm twenty-five. <laughs> So you've forgotten which year you were born in, huh? No, I've forgotten which year makes me come out 25. Well, never mind. We're going to try something else now. Try and remember everything that happened since you woke up this morning. All right. Uh, the alarm went off, and George, he's my husband, tried to make me get up, and he tickled my feet, and <laughs> so I jumped up and tickled him, and we started a pillow fight. And then he grabbed me and kissed me on the neck, and I kissed him. That's not what you meant, is it? No, but don't stop now. <laughs> I had breakfast, read the paper, and came down here. Uh, don't worry. My system will fix you so you'll never forget a thing again. See, the secret is confidence. Don't be afraid. Think big. Oh, don't worry. I'll be the biggest thinker you ever had. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? <laughs> it's all done with association of ideas. Each word makes you think of another one. Uh -huh. I'll take your name, Cooper. Uh -huh. First syllable, coo. It's the thinking, the bird. The second syllable's purr. That's what cats do. So I think of a kitten. Oh, that's pretty clever. Bird and a kitten. That's right. Now, I can never forget that your name is Birdie Cats. <laughs> well, that's a great system. I mean, Cooper, mm -hmm. called, uh... Now, for your first lesson, we'll teach you an important number, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, what's the license number of your car? You certainly asked the right person. 
You've forgotten it? No, I never knew it in the first place. Oh, wait a minute. It's written on my driver's license. Let's see. Oh, here it is. 37MW66. Oh, good. Now, what's 37 remind you of? My husband's age. See, I remember because he's five years older than I am. Oh, well, anyway, that's his age. All right, now, and uh, MW? MW, uh, Maywet. Good, good. That brings us now to 66, which is the number of the Lincoln Highway. Uh-huh. Uh, see, my husband, Mae West, in the Lincoln Highway, 37 MW66. Oh, Dr. Milmoss, you're wonderful. Oh, sure, I ain't so much. <laughs> well, that's all for your first lesson now. i got to go out and see a patient on Bundy Drive. Oh, I live on Bundy Drive. Let me take you. My car's right outside. Oh, thank you. Well, we've been looking for your car for ten minutes, Miss Cooper. Can't you remember where you parked? No, but I know my license number. Oh, that's fine. Back down this block once more. I'm sure I parked it here. Oh, my patient's going to be furious. And I was doing so well with her, too. It's an amnesia case, you know. At the slightest provocation, she'd walk around with her arms in front of her saying, Where am I? Well, did you cure her? Uh, Practically. Now she says, Who am I? (laughs) Yeah, but anybody can cure that. You see your car yet, Miss Cooper? No, and I can't find my keys either. I'm positive I parked it right here. <gasps> Dr. Milmoss has been stolen. No. Yes. There's only one thing to do. I'll call the police. Well, there's a payphone and that cigar store right there. Oh, thanks. Oh, dear, this is awful. George will claim the whole thing on me. Police headquarters, Sergeant Nelson speaking. Hello, this is Mrs. George Cooper. I put a stolen car. Okay, describe the car, please. Uh, well, it's a new Nash. It's a beautiful shade of green. My husband bought it because it goes so well with my red hair. I <laughs> Well, send your head in and we'll hold it up against all our green cars. <laughs> in a clash, it's not yours. I don't like your attitude. Yeah, would you care to give me just a teensy-weensy bit more description to go on? Well, it has four wheels and an engine and uh, four doors. Oh, we'll find that right away. (laughs) Well, what do you want to know? Something important. Does the cigarette lighter work? Yes, but you have to hold it and push it to the right. (laughs) Never mind. Mrs. Cooper, I'm going to hate myself for this. But do you by any chance know your license number? I certainly do. I memorized it just today. All right. What is your license number? My husband is on the Lincoln Highway, and why don't you come up and see me sometime? (laughs) Never mind the license number. What's your telephone number? No, no, no. My license number is... 37MW66. Now, we'll send out a radio call for your car right away, but you'll have to come down to the station and make out a written report. Oh, do I have to? Yes, it's the law. Besides, I'd like to see what you look like. Okay, come on, you. Here he is, Sarge. I caught him red-handed driving down Main Street in the St. Cooper car. Yeah, nice work, Joe. You guys never learn, do you? You can't get away with a hot car in this town. What hot car? I own that car. I'm George Cooper. Ah, you got that name off the registration card. What is this, anyway? Look. Here, here, look in my wallet. That uh, that ought to prove who I am. Yeah, let's see. Uh Uh-huh. 
How do you like that, Joe? He stole Cooper's wallet, too. Oh. <laughs> Look, all you have to do is call the Second National Bank. I'm vice president. Oh, of course you are. And I'm President Truman. <laughs> and this is Margaret. Well, George. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sorry we didn't know you were coming. We would have fixed up the East Wing for you. <laughs> now, just a minute. I'm going to call my lawyer and sue you for false arrest. Are you now? Lock him up, Maggie. Okay, Pop. Come on, you. <laughs> Sergeant Nelson? Yes? I'm Mrs. Cooper. Oh, well, I have good news for you, Mrs. Cooper. We recovered your car already, and we've got the crook. Oh, that's wonderful. Now I won't have to go through a scene with George. Well, uh, you intend to prosecute, don't you? I certainly do. Whoever did such a low, mean trick should get the hot seat. What kind of a man is it? Oh, the usual criminal type. Shifty eyes, weak chin, sloping forehead. Uh-huh. Hey, Joe, bring in that car thief, will you? Okay, Chief. Oh, he sounds awful. I'm kind of frightened. No, don't worry. We got the handcuffs on him. Okay. There he is, Sarge. <gasps> Liz, what's going on? What's the meaning of this? You know her? Mrs. Cooper, just what is going on here? Well, Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> has had George arrested as a car thief by mistake, and to cover up her embarrassment has feigned amnesia. Well, George has convinced the police who he is, but they're having trouble trying to snap Liz out of it. Where am I? Liz, darling, don't you recognize your own husband? Are you speaking to me, mister? Mister? Oh, Liz, look at me. That's it. Now, now I want to ask you a question. Who am I? Don't you know who you are, either? <laughs> Certainly I know who I am. Then what are you asking me for? Oh, yeah, let me try to snap her out of it. I, I know all about this mental stuff. I, I read the medical page of Time magazine. <laughs> She's suffering from magnesia. <laughs> Amnesia. Well, see what you can do. Okay, now look, Mrs. Cooper. Try and remember. You're married. I am? Yes. And you have a wonderful husband. I do? He loves you very much. He does? And you're both very happy. We are? Yes. He's here now. There's been some trouble, but everything's all right, and he wants to take you home. Oh. Don't you recognize him? Oh, yes, of course. My wonderful husband, Kipney. <laughs> hey, not him, me. Now, stop that. You keep out of there. What a big idea. Come here, Liz. Let me kiss you. That ought to, ought to make you remember who you are. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know who you are? No, but whoever I am, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll buzz for the police psychiatrist. Oh, poor Liz. Now, try to remember, Liz. If you'll just snap out of it, I'll forgive you anything you've ever done. You will? I mean, I mean, the clouds are beginning to go away. The sky is clearing. It's real pretty out. 
Oh, thank goodness. Now tell me why you had me arrested for stealing my own car. Here comes the smog again. Where am I? Yeah, you better leave it to the psychiatrist, Mr. Cooper. She's in a bad way. Somebody ring for Dr. Grimley? Uh, yes, doctor. Come in, please. Okay, which one of you characters snapped your twitch? <laughs> Who you got for me this time, Sergeant? I have a lady, doctor. Oh, she looks like a good one. Come over here, dear. Now, now, wait a minute. Let's talk this over. Hey, she's got amnesia. Can't remember who you are, huh? Uh, no. Roll up your sleeve, dear. Why? I'm going to give you a little shot of a new medicine. Oh, what'll it do to me? I don't know. I never give it before. <laughs> Hello, George. Hi, Sergeant. I'm George. George, let's go home. Goodbye, Doctor. Hey, come back here. Live! Live! <laughs> Walk so fast, George. Are you mad, George? You're not angry at me, are you, George? No, I'm delighted. I'm sorry. I thought if you thought I had amnesia, you wouldn't be mad at me. And I can't stand to have you mad at me, George. Because I love you so much. No, no, that's not going to get you anyplace. Tell me you still love me, George. I love you. Kiss me. Not here on the street. Right here. Now, you kiss me, George. I want the whole world to know you love me. Now, Liz. Come here. Where am I? Oh, that's better. We're pals again, huh, George? Uh, okay. Now, let's get out of here. Now, the sooner the better. Where's the car? Uh, I parked it right on the corner. I don't see it. That's funny. Not there. Oh, now, George, don't joke with me. I'm not. I remember distinctly that the cop followed me here, and I parked it right on this corner and went into the station. George, does that mean... No, that... it, it's got to be here someplace. Did you make the last payment to the finance company? No, of course. Oh, George, it really has been stolen this time. I'm afraid you're right. Do you realize what this means, Liz? Someone has to go tell Sergeant Nelson. Uh-oh. Yeah, someone does, all right. I guess one of us has to march right back in there and tell him. I guess... One of us does. Uh, well, well, one of us is in there telling him I'll watch out for the crook. Oh, no. <laughs> George, it was your fault. You were the last one to have the car. Yeah, but you started the whole thing. If you hadn't had me arrested, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had to be here where it was stolen. Oh, but, George, it's... Well, look at it this way. If I go in, they'll think I'm crazy. Now, you haven't got anything to lose. <laughs> you bumped me into it. I'll be right back. Hey, Joe! Yes, Sarge? I've been thinking about that couple who call themselves Cooper. You remember a circular on a couple of car thieves called Red Top Rosie and her accomplice, Willie the Weasel? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to report a car stolen, and when the police picked it up, they'd claim it with false credentials. You think it was them? Well, it could be. Look them up in the files, will you? Okay, Chief. Uh, pardon me, Sergeant. I want to report a stolen car. Uh, yes, madam. What was the you? <laughs> you again? Yes. Hello. It's okay, Chief. I got it covered. Good work. Put down that gun. What is this? The jig is up, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie, 
who? Don't try to deny it. You're Red Top Rosie. And the guy you're working with is Willie the Weasel. Oh, that's ridiculous. You've got the wrong people. Then who are you? You really want to know? Yeah. He's Cooper the Snooper, and I'm Lizzie the Louse. Uh, You're pretty smart, aren't you? Wait a minute. What do you want, Doc? Turn her over to me, will you, Sarge? Uh oh. Snake Pit. Snake Pit is back again. I can make a talk. Okay, Doc, go ahead. Get those files out, Joe. Okay, Doc. Come here, Miss Cooper. You stay away from me with that needle. Go and knit something. No, I'm not going to use no needle. I'm going to hypnotize you. And just relax. Oh, this is ridiculous. Relax. You are under me power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Your will is given into mine. I am the master. You are a servant. Slowly you are going to sleep. Sleep. You understand? Yes, master. Oh, what happened to him? The weakest mind went face. Come on, snap out of it, Sarge. Here, 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 grab her, grab her. It's Red Top Rose. No, no, it's all right, Sarge. I want you the last time you watch me hypnotize. Did I do it again? Yeah. But you didn't make me do anything silly, did you? Yes, he did, Sergeant. You did a wonderful strip tease. Oh, no! <laughs> no, of course you didn't, Sarge. All right, all right. I'll try another tack on you, sister. Wait, association. That'll tell me everything I want to know about you. Must we go through more of this? Yes, we must. You're in a bad spot, understand? Relax. You are under my power. Your eyes are getting heavier and heavier. Yes, master. And now cut that out, will you? Do what he says. Now, it's very simple, Miss Cooper. Whatever word I say, you say the first thing that comes into your mind. If I say cheese, you say crack. Follow? I say crackers. Fine. Now, don't think. Answer as fast as you can. Cheese. Crackers. Animal. Crackers. Not Crackers. Auto. Crackers. No. Crackers. Stop. Crackers. Please. Crackers. Shut up. Crackers. Well, what'd you learn from that, Doc? <laughs> Miss Cooper, you are not supposed to repeat the same way. You change it each time, and I tell from your answer what you're really thinking. Oh, well, all right. Go ahead. Okay. Chief. Crackers. Dog. Cat. Auto. George. Uh-huh. Police. Robert. Uh-huh. Robert. Police. George. Auto. Cat. Dog. Crackers. Chief. Well, this is where I came in. So long, kid. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Who's doing what to who? <laughs> I've had enough of this game. She's Red Top Rosie, all right? Lock her up. Wait a minute, Sarge. Here's the poster. She ain't Red Top Rosie. Rosie's been in jail for two years. Oh, that's too bad. All right, you get out of here. All right, but you better find my car. I'm so anxious to see the last of you. I'll go out and help look for it myself. <laughs> and then the other policemen came in with a poster and they let me go. <laughs> what do you think of that, Willie the Weasel? <laughs> I wondered what took you so long. 
Oh, the scrapes you can get into. Oh, I'll be happy to get into my bed. I didn't realize it was such a long walk home. George, look! What? There, our car! Are you sure? Positive. Look at the license number, 37MW66. Well, I'll be darned. Come on, get in. We'll drive it home. Okay. Oh, no wonder they left it here. Out of gas. Hmm. George, it's the police. Okay, you. Where do you think you're going with that stolen... (laughs) Well, what do you got to say this time? Where am I? been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie the Maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Lucille Ball will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband next week. Bob Lamont speaking. Broadcasting System. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I myself live with someone who is pretty forgetful. I mean, not as bad as Liz, but uh, still. Now, I'm not familiar with the licenses in the 1940s, but I did a little research and I did find that uh, none of the ones I, I found had the license plates numbers on them. So I don't know if this was a common occurrence, uh, nor do I see any reason for there to be on the license, uh, driver's licenses. Now, while not remembering where you parked is kind of a fairly common thing and not something to be concerned about, especially if you're parking in like a, uh, a big parking lot, like a supermarket. I think not remembering that you were dropped off might be cause for concern. You might need to be checked out by a medical doctor. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, and Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>